This is TID Short Stories, a TID water and power podcast miniseries. Every episode, you'll hear a short, unique, and often lesser known story from TID's rich history. And you'll hear these stories that helped build the district's 135 year history told by the people who operate the district today. On today's episode, TID Chief Hydrologist Wes Monier tells the story of a historic precipitation event in 1997 that led to flooding across the state and the use of Don Pedro Spillway for the very first time. The water behind a dam is basically nature's wrecking ball. When you operate the sixth largest body of water in California, the functional algebra of inflows outflows, and their effect on Don Pedro Reservoir's water level becomes a bit of a healthy obsession, an obsession partially fueled by the humility served up by nature itself on January 2nd, 1997. It was that day when, for the first time, Turlock Irrigation District opened Don Pedro's spillway gates in order to protect water from overtopping the dam and better control downstream flooding. The resulting flow of water gushing from the gates peaked at a massive 60,000 cubic feet per second, exiting the spillway channel. The water demolished Bond Flat Road before carving a massive cut in the foothill dirt and rock all the way back into the Tuolumne, about a mile downstream. Statewide, flooding was so intense that all but 10 of the state's 58 counties were declared disaster areas before January's end. Across California, nine people died, 120,000 were evacuated, and an estimated $2 billion in damages resulted from the flooding. And while no deaths or serious injuries reported as a result of Don Pedro's flooding, media reports at the time claimed some 800 flooded homes and 3,000 people were evacuated in Stanislaus County. But how did it all come to be? The short story is that Don Pedro was 86% full when melting snow plus record inflows from rainfall entered the reservoir. The long story actually starts a few weeks before the incident. When a huge snowstorm hit our area a few weeks prior to the 1997 event, December 1996 yielded almost 15.8 inches of precipitation falling on the watershed, which is a massive 269% of today's 50-year average for December. Still, the reservoir rested around 807 feet elevation on December 29, 1996, ready to accept nearly 284,000 acre feet of water before elevation would reach the top of the spillway or elevation 830. It bears mentioning here that the United States Army Corps of Engineers, by way of paying for about 5.5 million of Don Pedro's 105 million construction costs, requires at least 340,000 acre feet of flood control space to remain available in Don Pedro from October through April annually, which is elevation 801.9. So sitting around 807 elevation in December alone peaked the nerves of TID operators as well as the state and federal government. Then quite untimely, a statewide Pineapple Express, or as it is now known, an atmospheric river, yielded approximately 7.6 inches of rain in the Tuolumne watershed on January 1st and January 2nd. A pineapple express is a weather pattern characterized with warm temperatures and heavy moisture content. Rainfall alone was not problematic, but the warmer, windy storms caused the snow to melt at an elevation much higher than normal in January and to do so much faster than normal. So instead of a small percentage of the Tuolumne River watershed yielding runoff, 
The majority of the watershed yielded massive runoff from the record precipitation. This ultimate turn of events led to a three-day inflow to Don Pedro Reservoir of 367,000 acre feet. Looking back on the totals, one could deduce using basic subtraction that there would be 83,000 acre feet of water coming into the reservoir that would need somewhere to go. The reservoir level rose 20 feet in just 72 hours, a huge indicator of just how much water was flowing into one of California's largest reservoirs. We will get more into operations and additional flood impacts in a second, but we think it's worthwhile to talk for a moment about Don Pedro's logistics and functional features that relate to this story. With all that water flowing in the reservoir, you kind of want to know how to expel water when needed, right? Releasing the water would help to protect the earth and rock dam that sits at an elevation of 855. Water overtopping the dam would be catastrophic since it would compromise the integrity of the dam and also render the power plant below the dam useless with a maximum storage capacity of 2,030,000 acre-feet. Don Pedro Reservoir can release water to the Tuolumne River in a number of different ways. Typically, water from the reservoir generates electricity at the hydro plant at the base of the dam before being released downstream through the power plant outlet gates. The power plant is also equipped with a hollow jet valve that can release a focused amount of water at a high rate of speed. There's also a diversion tunnel where water can be released to the river without going through the power plant at all. Then there is the spillway, which is really two different features in one. The operating spillway at elevation 830 features three radial gates, each measuring 40 feet wide by 30 feet high, while the emergency spillway, also called the OG crest, sits due north of the spillway gate structures. The engineering and thought behind Don Pedro's design to release water would be to use the power plant and diversion tunnel first, and then the operating spillway gates in conjunction with the 995-foot-long OG crest to release water into the spillway channel until water recedes below elevation 830. Long before the 1997 New Year event came and flood risk became flood management, TID worked in lockstep with the Army Corps of Engineers and the Stanislaus County Office of Emergency Services in preparation for such an event. The Corps, because they're in charge of flood control management le levy safety, and the Office of Emergency Services because of its emergency management resources coordination role, and public safety expertise. While coordinating with these agencies and their staff was already quite common in winter, the events of December 1996 leading up to the new year further amplified communications, so much so that when the unthinkable happened on January 2nd of 1997, Stanislaus County's Office of Emergency Services had 24 hours of notice of potential flooding and began notifications and evacuations. At 4 p.m. on January 2nd, 1997, the, with Don Pedro's elevation at 827, which was three feet below the normal spillway gates operation, the Corps authorized TID to make additional releases from the reservoir. Two hours later at 6 p.m., the first of three operational spillway gates lifted as TID operators released a gush of water into the spillway channel washing downstream a 250-foot section of Bonds Flat Road while carving a 200-foot-wide gorge in the foothills that spanned more than a 1,000 feet westward before the force of water yielded to the force of gravity 
and the torrent headed south toward the low ground of the Tuolumne and Twin Gulfs, thereby slicing a 90-foot gash in the foothill mountainside that would be more than a mile long. The flooding's effects were noticeable downstream along the Tuolumne. As all three spillway gates opened and the water also began to overflow the OG crest and joined the spillway channel, some 60,000 CFS of water was released. Two miles downstream from Don Pedro and a mile downstream of Twin Gulfs, the LaGrange Diversion Dam saw water rise as high as 12 feet over the dam. TID and MID closed their respective canal system entrances that begin at the LaGrange Dam to protect the systems from debris. The dam was designed for water to pass over it, but it had never seen as much as it had did in early January of 1997. Downstream of LaGrange along the Tuolumne River, livestock was displaced. Certain bridges were closed. Homes and mobile home parks were damaged. Roads near the river were underwater. Power was shut off. Riverbed gravel operations were washed out. Modesto's wastewater treatment plant released sewage into the river and people near the Tuolumne, all the way to its confluence at the San Joaquin, ranged from concerned to downright terrified. The Tuolumne River, the Tuolumne River, as measured by the gauge at 9th Street and Modesto, experienced peak flows nearing 56,000 cubic feet per second, which resulted in the river's elevation as high as 71.2 feet on January 4th, well above the established flood designation of 55 feet. At Don Pedro itself, a massive inflow of water made a muddy mess of the lake, with logs and other upstream debris creeping halfway into the reservoir. Restoration efforts at Twin Gulch alone removed 110,000 cubic yards of woody debris from the spillway wash. It would be eight days after the first spillway gate opened on January 10th, when the final spillway gate was lowered at 1 p.m., and Don Pedro stood at elevation 813. Repairs would begin. Restoration would take place and roads would be cleared or rebuilt and power would be reestablished safely. As horrible as the flooding seemed, Don Pedro self-operated as designed, preventing catastrophic flooding and saving lives. The project structures all remained intact and operational. And most importantly, Don Pedro Dam remained structurally sound. While people were displaced temporarily and home repairs were needed, not one life was lost. In water professions, the period of record is not the calendar year, but rather the water year. The water year runs from October of the previous year through September of the year that bears its name. Interestingly enough, the 1997 water year, from October 96 through September of 1997, on the Tuolumne River went up to be only the 13th wettest in 126 years of record-keeping, despite all of the damage. Also interesting is that while the wettest year on record came a few years back in 2017, flood damage was virtually non-existent. Only one of three spillway gates was open, and only partially, and the river only reached a peak of 58.9 feet at 9th Street in Modesto. Why the lack of damage in 2017, you say? A little bit of humility, a lot of innovation, and newfound experience. Necessity led to innovation. Since 1997, DID has invested in new technologies, hydrologic models, getting its hands on the most advanced telemetry, getting its hands on the most advanced 
telemetry, and forecasting tools available. This allows for the optimization of Don Pedro Reservoir, making efficient use of every drop of water and every available inch of storage, regardless of the water year. And with better forecasting comes more advanced communication. Which is why in 2017, DID was able to inform the community of a pending spillway opening more than 24 hours in advance of the action. Being better informed and better prepared helped TID proactively control flood debris by demolishing Bond Flats Road in advance, removing debris that it had collected over the years at Twin Gulls. Experience also came into play. A handful of TID hydrologists, staffers, and Don Pedro operators who worked the flood of 1997 were also hand in 2017, providing wisdom and assurance. And it was that wisdom and assurance that was able to turn nature's wrecking ball in 2017 into a mere nervous moment of a healthy obsession. Nevertheless, the Tuolumne River's epic flooding of 1997 has been a tale told by countless people in the region and has been told to the next generation of farmers and historians. <laughs>